you're listening to Say Yes to Travel with your host, Sarah Dandeshi. Welcome back to another episode of Say Yes to Travel. And I am so very excited for today's guest because a lot of things that really kind of inspire me when it comes to the hospitality industry is moving forward. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of great things about hospitality and travel, but there's also quite a bit in regards to the hospitality world that are a little bit archaic. Dare I say it, it's actually a little bit archaic, especially when it comes to technology. So um, I wanna go ahead and bring on um, today's guest who is Ken Patel. He is the CEO and founder of EV Hotel Group. And we are gonna talk all about hospitality and technology, hear a little bit more about what he's doing and um, what the future holds for us. So Ken, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me, Sarah. It's a pleasure to be on here. It's great. So why don't we go ahead and just get everybody caught up to speed? Um, could you tell us a little bit more about yourself um, as well as your role at EV Hotel Group and EV Human? So I've been in hospitality for about 20, this is my 25th year now. Um, I graduated from Emirates Academy with my master's in hospitality uh, grew up in New Jersey, worked in the New York City metro area for a very long time, moved to Georgia about 2018, uh, relocated here. The plan when I was moving to Georgia was obviously to create a company that's going to be an innovation in hospitality that's going to revolutionize the industry. Um, and that's what comes about with EV Hotel Group and EV Human that is going to be the first all-in-one software for hospitality itself, like they've never seen before. Ooh, ooh, wait. Okay, so hold on, because I before I want to find out more about what all of that means, because that's you. That's like a cliffhanger right there. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm interested. But um, so we were talking a little bit before this. <laughs> we were talking a little bit before this. Um, so what brought what? Uh, you studied in Dubai, is that right? Correct. The beautiful world of Dubai, I call it. It is. I So I love it. I actually have a lot of cousins that live there. I'm half Lebanese and I also grew up um, in the Middle East. So I lived in Saudi Arabia. But then you also mentioned Georgia. And for like from 8 to 18 of my life, I lived in Atlanta. So it's so cool to see all the different ways that, you know, our paths oh, wow. kind of crossed. <laughs> Yeah, we're well connected. We are. We are. So explain a little bit more. Um, these are some lofty goals that, you, that you're saying and what you're sharing and what you're building. So can you describe a little bit more as far as like what, what you're working on and how you're planning to pretty much revolu revolutionize the industry? Yeah. Um, so my, I guess it goes back almost 24 years as to seeing the problematical issues I've seen in this industry. Um, and seeing how we're just dealt with archaic systems, archaic processes that we deal with day in, day out. And, you know, I felt like the workload of a regular employee, whether it's entry level or even, you know, phasing up from the entry level, the workload is too much. Um, and that also comes down into why we're seeing the turnover percentage. Because we're not making it easy on our employees any longer. It's just getting tougher and tougher and tougher. And I felt 
technology has never been implemented in hospitality as the way it should be. I mean, we shouldn't have guests that need to wait in line to be checked in. Why are they filling out a document in 2021? Why are they showing their credit card in 2021? Why do they need to call the front desk to get their toilet fixed? Why do they need to ask for a wake-up call? I mean, there's so much that goes into it where I felt like if I'm able to buy a Tesla or even Lucid Motors that just came out and I can call the car from my phone, then why do I need to stand in line at a front desk? You know, and that's where and the project's been happening for about 18 months now as I eventually went through every single phase. So we have four phases and I've went through all the phases of the project to exactly what I want. So there's nobody on, I feel to have a disruption in hospitality, you have to be an insider. You can't be an outsider. And that's that goes on a lot of the companies that have disruption and disruptors, they're outsiders. You know, and, and we look at all the different phases. You and I go back to Elon Musk, is he was an outsider. He obviously owned PayPal, got out of PayPal. He got with the founders of Tesla. He loved the idea. He wanted to revolutionize and look at the world in a different perspective and kind of be the engineer of a ship that nobody thought would go anywhere. But now he's Christopher Columbus, you know? So to when we look at those kind of things and when we see them in a different avenue, and I'm looking at it not as only a hotelier, as a hospitality person. I'm looking at it as a guest perspective, too. And I'm seeing how can we make things easier for guests? At the same time, we're going to make it easier for our employees. We want to take the front desk from being captain of the ship. That doesn't mean we want to eliminate the front desk. We want to just lower the workload. you know, And that way, they can focus more on the guests. We want the guests to know that we know them. And by by our agents doing, and even our housekeepers, we've came down to a robotic situation with housekeeping that the housekeepers will be able to use robotic vacuums where they won't have to vacuum or clean the bathrooms any longer. And that would lessen the NPRs. You know, right, rather than 30 minutes for a checkout room, it would lessen it to about 18 minutes a checkout room. So now a housekeeper can get four rooms done within an hour. And, you know, these are the things that we want to revolutionize and be very, what I call a power, right? It's use our resources that we have and use that power where we don't need our agents just to be front desk agents. Now our front desk agents with EV Human they can help out in other departments. They can actually focus more on the guest, you know, can know the guest better and can understand the guest rather than a guest calling the front desk and saying, I need a wake up call. And they're checking in the guest. They forget about the wake up call. Next thing we know is got a bad review. So there's a lot of these things that went in. And to tell you that, did it take me a long time? I tell you about 18, 19 months. You know, as I walked into Georgia, I, I kind of said from New York City, I said, I want to work for different management companies. I want to see how they operate. And I work for the bigger ones. And I wanted to see what the issues internally and externally were. 
So, and that kind of gave me more to add into EV Human. And that's what I was able to do. I know it sounds so bad that I did it that way, but, you know, I kind of, I wanted to know the bigger problem, right? I wanted to know that, is it just one market? You know, are we, am I looking only at New York City or am I looking at Atlanta? And I wanted to look at two big markets, right? And I wanted to see how the employees react to certain things. I mean, just being an insider and I see that the employees are very frustrated all the time. You know, whether they, mm-hmm. they knew they had 12 rooms to clean today and we're telling them you got to do 18, whether the front desk agents, somebody didn't come in and you got to ask a, another agent to come in, whether the guest saying that check-ins at 3 p.m., it's five o'clock, why is my room not ready? You know, the breakfast hostess says, I didn't know these many people were going to come to the front desk. You know, I so we solved all these issues. And just to tell you one phase of EV Human, and the first phase yeah. is all guest-facing technology. It's all guest-facing technology. So they would get a text message saying 24 hours prior to the check-in that they can check into the hotel. That's where they would digitally sign the reg card scan their ID, scan their credit card. They would get about 15 questions. It's all about clean data. So one of the questions would be like, are you attending breakfast? How many people are attending breakfast? Now we have clean data instead of the breakfast hostess asking the front desk, how many rooms are in-house the morning of? She would know before she leaves even Mm -hmm. for that day to what have ready for the next day. And our, our uh, software, the first phase, there would be a QR code at the front desk and in the rooms where the guests would scan it to get into the guest portal. Now we have a social media platform that connects the guests to every single employee. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that way, the employees, the guests would know who the laundry agent is, who the housekeeper is, who's the chief engineer, front desk agents, GMs. Everybody, only their first name would populate, obviously, for privacy laws. And Mm -hmm. only the first name. So the guests can reach out to anybody they want. And at that point, they can directly communicate with that person, whether they need that housekeeper, you know, they need that chief engineer, they need the laundry attendant. They um, They can talk to them, be more friendly, get to know them. And then we also have autonomous tipster. So that's actually the digital wallet. So the guest doesn't need, yeah, they don't need. Wait, 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 okay. Hold on. Before you dive into that, because this is a, first of all, wait, can I just say my mind is blown, okay? (laughs) And the reason why I'm saying this is because every single pain point that you mentioned, I mean, you, like, I'm nodding my head, like, (laughs) 100%. I've seen it and not just in one property, but in multiple properties. And you bring up a great point, by the way, that, you know, looking at properties in New York, looking at properties in Atlanta, yes, they are both big cities, but they still have a very different like feel to them. Yeah. But if you can see and examine the similar pain points in those two different markets, that already gives you such great insight. And I'm, I'm like literally like kind of giddy inside because I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, yes, hotels need this 100%. Oh. And I love that you even mentioned like coming from the inside and disrupting from the inside, knowing it. So, yo, please keep going. Sure, sure. I appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, with the tipster, 
it's a digital wallet. So the guest no longer needs to leave cash. And now, not only now, this is how we're going to help employee retention and lessen the employee turnover percentage. The employees, not only the housekeeper now will get a tip, every employee will get a tip because the guests will be able to digitally wallet tip any employee they want. So if the front desk was great, if the breakfast hostess was great, if housekeeping was great, laundry attendant that never sees anybody, now will be able to get rewarded in some form, right? Because the guests are like, oh my God, she did, she got us new towels or whatever it might be, right? So now we're giving that efficiency level that nobody's going to think my tip was taken. The guest doesn't have to reach and say, oh, man, I got no cash, you know? So unfortunately, we were having those things happen. And then we've got autonomous service recovery. So what that happens with that is we have a chatbot. So we have chatbots in here as well. And so if a guest says, I have an issue with my toilet, then the chatbot will respond within two to three minutes. So that's what we call a first resolution. So there's no more of waiting 15, 20 minutes. So the first resolution is a digitalized gift card to the sundry shop or F&B. So they'll automatically, we don't even want to hear what the issue was. As soon as these ad words populate, like whether it's like uh, issue toilet, issue housekeeping, or didn't get towels, or whatever ad words populate that we have in there, it'll automatically trigger a digitalized gift card to the sundry shop or F&B to the restaurant. And if they want that escalated, this now it goes so to the escalation cool. level. So there's there's obviously a lot more than we have um, the first ever guest voice surveys. So that means how Medallia works. Not every guest gets a survey. So we're not we're going off the model now that every time the guest checks out an hour before they check out, they're going to get an alert to do a survey. The survey will take them no longer than three to four minutes. We've taken all the phases out of those surveys where it says, oh, what's the speed of check-in? What's the speed of this? What's the speed of that? We don't need speed anymore because we've got everything with technology. So the survey now gets down to only 10 to 12 questions, and that's it. And then the guests would be more keen to doing that survey. And now we'll get a survey off of every guest. So no more like selling 1,200 rooms and you only get 300 surveys back. Every survey is going to come back. There will be about a 95% efficiency on the survey. This is amazing. Okay. So you, oh, you've just given so much. I'm like trying to like keep up. You've in. given so much information, like in a good way. Like, but it's, but it's so, I'm so glad that you shared, you know, a bit about this because obviously there's so much more, so, so much more. Um, but you know, I, I want to talk about like, some, this is amazing. I want to talk about a little bit more uh, like higher level, um, uh, like concepts to like, find out like how you kind of got here. So, so first of all, like, um, how were you seeing like in the past year, like how have, have things shifted pretty much in the past year, as far as like, maybe even like what you were focusing on, were you working on this prior to the pandemic and then this escalated it or did this come out of it? Yeah, so I'll take you back to February of 2018. Um, okay. That's when I told my best friend, he owns a hedge fund, and I told him, I'm like, I'm like Carmine, you know, 
I think um, what's going to happen here is I'm leaving New York City. He's like, you know, he said it in his own little Italian terminology that I'm not going to kind of stay, but, you know, uh, he's like, no way, no way, why? And I was like, you know, I think there's just reasons that I'm trying to make this move, and, you know, obviously this is what I want to do. And um, he's like, all right, let's go to South Beach for a week. And I'm like, okay, that's that's a great way to kind of uh, look at it. But, yeah, let's do that. And so we, we were in South Beach for the week, and he's like, look, you're the smartest hotel guy I know. You know, he's like, you've been implementing technology since 2013 in hotels. And I have. I, I've been showing owners and everybody about new technologies and, you know, how it can be utilized at their hotels. And And he's like, why don't you just – you know what the issues are, you know what the problems are, you know, and you know how to fix it. He's like, how many hotels have you fixed? Just knowing you since we were in high school, you fixed almost every single hotel at least once a year, you know? So he's like, it's not like you don't know how to fix these hotels. And he's like, just come up with, let's come up with something and, you know, we can make this work really good. And he's like, you know, everybody loves technology. And this is what we're talking, 2018, right? So I'm like, yeah, I'll work on it. But, you know, I think the plan, I was like, I want to dive in more into these management companies. And I want to dive into a little bigger, the bigger ones, because I want to see what the issues are. And, you know, and we were talking for, I mean, we talked till, I mean, we talk like two to three times a day. I feel like he's my wife. You know, that's how many times he calls me, but... But, you know, like as to, I mean, the the bigger issue that we had and that I had to dive really into it, and I feel, I still feel to this day, and it now really came to life, is we deal with a lot of management companies in this country and throughout the world. Mm-hmm. And I can't really speak about what's yeah. happening throughout the world, but in the United States, I feel that the management companies here are solely focused on revenue. That actually brings me to the next question because you might be about to answer it. Like what are like the biggest challenges that you're seeing in the world of hospitality when it comes to technology? I, I feel we don't have a line item on our PL. I feel that there isn't a line item uh, based on technology in our PL, and there should be. I mean, we are so behind and that even... I, I have a great relationship with Airbnb. I was just on this huge podcast with the million dollar host all throughout the world on Clubhouse, my first ever Clubhouse. So, you know, I mean, nice. and, you know, the thing is, I look at Airbnb as a click and go process, click and go technology company. They're not a hospitality company. They're growing as every day we look at it. They, from April to now, they took 30% of revenue from the hotel world. There's a reason for that. The guests love what Airbnb is. You know, it's because it's easy. It's click and go. It's like this. Why do we have delivery for, for groceries to our house? Why do we have certain things where like, oh, DoorDash, great. I used to go to that restaurant, but you know what? I can have it come right to my house. I'll take that. So I feel, I feel that we're lacking big in technology and hotels is because I'm the new generation, right? I don't consider myself to be second generation hotelier, but 
I consider myself to be that new generation where I'm like, I want technology and hospitality. We've had, I don't, I don't want to use the world old, but I, I would say we've had people that been, yeah. <laughs> we, we've, we've had people that have been in this industry for a very long time. And that said, we don't want change. We want the way it has been for 50 years. And I said, do you have 5G on your phone or do you have 2G on your phone? You know, I'm sure you have 5G on your phone. So we need change. We need to have where the guests are more focused. If we don't make these changes with technology and hospitality and hotels, we are going to keep losing guests. So we have to. I mean, I've spoken to a few global mm-hmm. heads at the bigger brands. They love it. You know, they they said we they love it. They're like, we want the owners to love it. Because you know what? If we go ahead and do this, and then they come back to us and say, oh, yeah, this is costing us more money. But I look at it like this. Everybody wants to make money, right? Everybody wants revenue. We've had so many hotels reach out to us. They say they love this concept. They want it. No matter what, we want it. And I'm like, everybody should want it. You know, we never said this is just for one particular brand, one particular hotel, one particular client. This is for everybody. And and we stand by it. We, I've, I've kind of made it where I've been on every platform. I've had a lot of people ask me to be on their platforms as well is because they feel that they want me to make the reach to the different to the different segments, I should probably say. Because there are certain segments. Yeah. Um, I've had Ahoa reach out to me and, you know, one of the colleagues over there as well. I did a podcast with the chairman probably now eight, seven, eight months ago, you know. And I would probably say is that there needs to be a bigger reach, right? Our community and our generation and your generation, you seem like a very young lady as well. And, you know, I would say that, we need to focus on technology, you know, and that's kind of where we need to be. And we need to have it in hotels. And I, I think that's what I'm, that's what my goal is. All right. Well, what I love actually about what you were talking about is obviously how, I mean, we have to implement more technology solutions into hospitality and that there is this correlation with adding more technology solutions to guest satisfaction levels. So I love that you were just saying that, but I do that actually you, you started talking about something else that I wanted to actually ask about, because you were talking about the different um, like segments of the, of the industry. So I've come from like a, a very, you know, I've had a lot of luxury hotel um, experience. It's been a lot of my background. So, and that's always been the, the sort of dilemma is like, how do you get become or stay high tech while remaining like high touch, you know, to, and that's obviously luxury hotels are known for their high touch. So I would love to hear from you. How do you see luxury hotels maintaining their high touch service standards? Um that they're known for while they start to implement more high tech solutions. I, I think that's, it, it's, it's a platform where I, I believe everything we're doing is all touchless, right? Everything we're doing is touchless. And when we look at it and see that, okay, 
how do we make sure people are like, COVID's going to go away. I said, it's never going to go away. COVID is here to stay. COVID might go away as in we're getting everybody's vaccinated, right? But what we're now set up for is to make sure COVID never comes back. So we need to still follow suit to do those exact things, right? And that is where the consumer, the guest, is still going to follow their protocols. Some might be still wearing masks. Some might be seeing how well the rooms are cleaned. Some might see whether your door lock has been touched before. So all of these things have to have a technology face to it, right? And that's why we looked at the bathroom cleaner as I was the robotic bathroom cleaner is because now we know that is always going to get cleaned. There is not going to be that issue where it's not cleaned, you know? So we were having these problematical issues. I know it still happens. Trust me. There was a, I'm not going to say the brand because I don't want to throw the brand under the bus, but there was a hotel that I knew somebody went to and they paid like $300 a night and uh, they found blood on the sheets, you know? Um, now, how do we, yeah. And how do we get rid of those kind of things? Right. So we, we really had to come up with a plan and, and I believe that the high tech hotels, like you have the win in Las Vegas that is solely focused on AI, solely focused on AI and they do a great job. Right. And how I look at them is, do you need to be that technology savvy You don't need to be that technology savvy, but you should have enough technology where the guest is like, okay, I love this, you know, and they're wowed by it. And we still focus on the high touch areas. You're still going to have the hand sanitizers, right? You're going to still have all these different items where Mm -hmm. now, and I go back to that bathroom cleaner, right? Now the bathroom cleaner is going to be able to focus on the high touch areas, They're going to be able to focus on your lock. They're going to be able to focus in the areas that a housekeeper might miss. So we're focused on where it's like, okay, are you going to be able to get through these certain areas? And are you going to be able to tackle these areas without missing these areas? You know? No, that's a, that's a great if point. That makes sense. No, it totally makes sense. It's amazing to me to hear everything that you are explaining is because I, I see it. I mean, these are real life issues and it's so crazy to me how they just haven't been tended to before. So just like in, you know, a, a brief, like what's your, your thought on this? Cause I've always seen this when it comes to implementing technology. Um, why do you think that there's just so much pushback in, in hospitality, adding new technology? And, and I heard it's uh, it's great that you're asking that great question too. Um, so, and I've heard this quite a few times that we've got people that just don't want change, you know, and I feel like, okay, there's people that don't want change, but is it people or are we now need to focus on guests? I think we need to focus on the guests, what they want, you know, and not to, I mean, the employees, yes, let's, our thing is let's make human life better. And that talks about our employees and that talks about our guests. You know, okay, if a GM doesn't 
he just likes it the way it is. But it's not for the GM to say, oh, yeah, let's not make this change because it's not what I like. Let's talk about what the guest wants and let's talk about what the employee wants, right? Let's talk about because the employees matter. The guests matter. Because, I mean, if you look at the data, and I'll give you this data, okay? And I pointed this out. Obviously, this has been an attraction for all our investors as well, is 89% of hotels in the world have a lower operating cost when they implement technology and AI. 89%. Imagine that's that. ama- that's insane. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's it's just ridiculous that I mean that's why we are the only company in the world that is even able to guarantee a GOP of 42% higher and an under 20% labor percentage. We're the only company in the world. Um, And I mean, we are obviously the first technology hospitality company in the world. So, I mean, this is our driving force to let everybody know that. And I'll I'll tell you this, Sarah. I mean, all these shows, and I'm sure you've seen me. I'm well. You've you've obviously done way more shows than I have, but you know, I've done all these shows, and the excitement that I see on everybody's faces kind of just lightens me up because I know that we have something good here because not only do we get them excited, all the viewers are excited. I just get message after message after message on LinkedIn and I respond to everybody. I'm that person that will respond to everybody and anything. And I just love that. I think people were being quiet for so many years. You know, they just, they were being quiet. But then they saw somebody and a company like EV Hotel Group come on along the line with EV Human. And they're like, okay, we're not going to stand down anymore. You know, we are going to talk up. We want technology. We want this. So, and that's what I'm seeing. And so I, I feel like people are just coming out now, you know, and that, that happened. And I think we've spoke off the record is what Elon Musk did with Tesla. Everybody was like, oh, we don't we don't want to drive an electric vehicle. We don't want to drive this thing. It's going to be garbage, you know? And now you got half a million cars sold in a pandemic, 2020, from Tesla, when they only had, in, what, 2,500 sold in 2012. So it is going to take time. We don't think it's going to happen right away, but obviously the feedback that we're getting, you'll see technology faster than you think in hospitality. That's amazing. That I I'm so excited for this and I love the direction that you're going with it. Um so so you know before you, we wrap up for today, want to find out cuz I think that you had mentioned that you might have some interesting uh news to share um whether you want to share some yeah. news yeah. or what can we, you know, what can the, those listening look forward to in the future from EV Hotels? I've I've got basically breaking news here on Sarah's show. Um, So I would probably say that um, we've got a huge marketing video that is about to come out. And that is going to be 
releasing the entire first phase of the EV Human project. So it's going to detail all the processes. It's going to show you, uh, I think it's a five or 10 minute video that the production team's working on currently. So the layout of the app and everything is going to be out very soon. It's going to show basically how a guest would check into the hotel. They're going to be able to pick their room number, everything, um, and how the whole first phase is going to work. So we we haven't released that information, but you know I wanted to give Sarah and her viewers some interesting news here and some breaking news. So actually, my whole team hasn't even heard this, so they're, they're probably going to kill me, but they haven't heard this video yet. So I'm sure uh, when I tell them that I announced it here first, they're going to be like, oh, you don't like us anymore, huh? No, I love it. I love it. Well, that is so exciting. We'll definitely have to make sure that we get all the appropriate links for that um, so that we can share it when it comes out. Yes. And I am so very excited. So um, with that being said, thank you, by the way, Ken, so much for taking the time to share everything that you're working on. And I know that we got into like a lot of the nitty gritty, but it's so exciting to hear, especially as a hotelier, understanding that these are real life solutions. Um, and that's what we need, especially right now and moving forward with the big boom of travel that will be coming our way. Um, I foresee, if not towards the end of this year, certainly um, next year. So, so excited. Yeah. And thank you for having me. I mean, I said on a podcast, um, actually a show that I did uh, with the ARIA people back in August. And I said, we will have hospitality back on, in March. This was in August, I said it. So I'm kind of holding Pat to my dates right now. <laughs> I'm holding Pat to my date. And, you know, I just got to thank all our working hard employees that we have in hospitality. I mean, you know, as like the background I come from, I mean, I've been working since I was 15, you know, when my parents didn't have any money and I put myself through everything and helped them with, you know, helping them pay rent when I was 15 and 16 years old. So I'm glad, I'm glad that I'm able to be part of something like this to kind of look at all our employees and look at all our guests to knowing that, you know, this is going to help them in the long, in the, for the years to come, you know, we want to revolutionize this industry. We don't want employees to leave and we don't want guests to leave. So we need to kind of break the barrier now. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Well, I think that is the perfect note, by the way, to end on, um, because that just kind of goes with the whole theme of this saying yes to travel. We want people to continue to say yes to travel moving forward. So Ken, thank you so much for joining me today. Really appreciate it. Uh, for everybody that is listening, I will make sure to have all the details here so that you can connect with Ken. You can find out more about uh, EV Hotel Group uh, as well as you know EV Human, all of the great things that they're working on and maybe even a link to their video um, if it's out in time. So thank you again. And for everybody that is listening at home, Please, um, you know, continue to join us every week. We will have another uh, amazing individual in the travel and hospitality space. And as always, continue to say yes to travel.